0: hello and welcome to talking gta episode 12 i'm your host hugo one and this is a podcast about all things grand theft auto related so last week we talked about a bunch of different things and we got lots of good feedback i'm going to get right into that now um jps says while rockstar is ignoring their games anniversaries bioware constantly puts out new details to the new mass effect game on n7 day every year which is just the seventh day of a month that starts with the letter n okay well cool good for them uh which is a good thing i'm not mocking that or anything i'm saying that's that is actually good good for the fans that they have that kind of uh kind of feedback from the developers to talk about what's going on or what's to come or whatever but thank you for the comment friend uh, the godly meme man says just because it's been years since GTA five, that doesn't mean they have been working on it the whole time. The most likely answer, in my opinion, is that they only really started working on it after Red Dead Redemption two, but loving the podcast, uh, and Sora fan 23 responded to that by saying, fun fact, GTA five began development in 2008, the same year GTA four came out. So uh, that that worked out for GTA 5 because it only took, I guess, five years from the beginning of the development to actual release. And yet here we are. If it was five years ago from next year, being optimistic that they started working on it, that means they would have started working on it in 2018, which uh, I think 2017 is when Red Dead came out. So yeah, it makes sense if they started after Red Dead 2 and uh have been working on it since then but there could have been uh big setbacks like there have been reported uh to be so who knows what the deal is. Hopefully, after it's all out, though, somebody will come out and say, hey, this is this is how it all went down or whatever, and we'll kind of have all the information. That would be cool, in my opinion. Um, let's see. Next, Lincoln says, I feel like they'll parody multiple areas throughout Florida. They already have had parodies of Scientologists, so they'll probably cover the Clearwater, Tampa area. I also think they'll cover northern Florida, too. Yeah, that would be uh, a good uh thing to do i guess vice city could be the like the main area and then you have these other parts of florida outside of vice city uh that could work for gta 6 thank you lincoln appreciate it uh sven says man i've heard the term woke so many times since this podcast started let's put this shit to bed the grand theft auto games have always been a kind of mirror that rockstar holds up to the audience to show us what kind of world we live in So if there's something stupid going on in modern society, they'll satirize it the fuck out of it. However, if there's some group or cause they choose not to make fun of, that doesn't mean they're pandering to the masses or going woke, going broke, or any of that bollocks. It'll be because they've got so much other stuff to work with. I personally hope everyone and everything gets ripped into left-wingers, right-wingers, religious fanatics, bootlickers, tech daddies fake social movements, influencers, zoomers, live streamers. Hey, uh colonialism just spread the shade out far and wide so that no one feels left out. There's been all kinds of nonsense happening in the world since 2013. They'll have plenty of inspiration to draw from. Yeah, they may have too much. They may not know what they want to uh, go after and they may forget about some of the stuff that they haven't kind of mocked. From years ago that we've moved on from but who knows yeah i hope they do i hope they don't miss out on any opportunity because there are so many opportunities to uh make fun of so many different things so yeah i'm looking forward to that thank you sven appreciate it um our friend Gen had a lot to say in the comment section Gen says rockstar only cares about money and gta online they could have made tommy swim or claude talk or cj climb ladders or nico dive underwater uh, Gen C also says, for multiplayer was the real multiplayer. GTA 5 Online is just for money for Rockstar. Uh, and then uh, Gen C also typed defective in all caps, I guess, d- during a part where the definitive edition was discussed. So uh, thank you, Gen C, for all the feedback. Uh, Robert replied to Gen C's comment about uh, GTA Online and said, ironically i thought online felt like samp the whole buying stuff in the game and making money has always been a thing in servers regardless online is really bad when it comes to its horrible grinding when you start off you can be grinding for years if you don't know how to properly bank money, which is just abusing heists. All you do is heist and ratio them nonstop, making online into a heist simulator. Because these heists are incredibly easy to abuse if your friends are up to grinding nonstop. So, yeah, I I have a bunch of money in GTA Online, and it mostly just came from heists. But, uh, yeah, I'm hoping the next version of online is totally reworked and uh, is a bit different uh than just carrying over from what they have now so thank you uh jen c and robert for those comments Uh, 40 Cal says, I've enjoyed all 11 episodes so far. Keep up the good work, Hugo Mang. But I have a question for you. Do you think GTA 6 should be more difficult than the previous GTA games? Or do you think the game should be more of a casual difficulty? I personally think GTA 5 was too easy. I never got stuck on any of the missions and not one mission in that game really stands out as challenging. I usually like to do online missions because they were much harder. Thank you, 40 Cal. Uh, I think, I think it will likely... Continued to be fairly easy. Just based on the fact that there obviously will be checkpoints and autosaves, and I doubt you'll lose your weapons when you die, and all the same kind of stuff that made GTA V easy. As far as like just mission difficulty, I would like to see missions be a little bit more difficult, especially as you progress through the game. The beginning doesn't need to be very hard, but towards the end, they should be more than just kind of big shootouts, I guess, and also more than just watching cutscenes or something. I, I cannot stand that. But Something somewhat difficult. Maybe you got to be quick. If you're too slow, you'll fail, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, Whatever the case may be. Something uh, a bit more challenging, but I don't expect that. I expect things to be easy. It seems like they want video games to be almost more like a movie. It's, uh, it's less about the actual gameplay and more about the story and the characters and all that stuff, which is great, but I prefer... Uh, lots of action and lots of stuff that we're playing, and something difficult that's challenging. That is, it's, it's impressive to your friends when you say, "Oh, I beat this mission first time," or "Oh, I can, you know, uh, d- you know, d- d- do this mission without b- by using the dodo or some kind of a different way of doing it." So, uh, if it's just kind of a hold your hand walk through the story type of uh, missions, then yeah, that will suck. So, anyway, thank you, Forty Cal. Appreciate it. Uh, Tyler says little something for next week's episode. Strauss Zelnick came out this morning saying it wouldn't make sense to release six on Game Pass upon the release date. I understand his theory and where he's coming from, but I'd like to see and hear others opinions about it. I I mean, I think for sure it should definitely not be on something like Game Pass just because it's such a mega title that people are going to be willing to pay 60 bucks for. A sight unseen without playing it at all you know and uh so uh i i just i don't know like when a good time for game pass would be if they're going to kind of do a separate online version like a standalone online version and they want to just focus on making money on shark cards or something go ahead and put that on game pass and uh, right away but as far as like the full initial package of story uh, single player story mode and the uh, online I think that is something you definitely will have to buy on its own, but uh who knows? I have no idea what they're thinking or, or how much of the next game is gonna be actually mostly online or whatever so I do love game Pass though game Pass is uh, a lot of fun for especially for like sports games, so I don't have to run out and buy the fucking brand new one uh uh m l b the show was on game Pass right away, which was great. But even with uh, like playing last year's sports game, I'm really not missing all that much by playing the previous year's one instead of going out and buying the brand new one. So uh, anyway, not GTA related, but yeah, Game Pass is cool for stuff like that um okay also on youtube uh lucas gola hit me with a thanks donation in the comments thank you lucas appreciate it uh richard m told me to get on gta online to get the k rose shirt and i think i missed out on that i think i was late uh getting on there to get it i do have the kdst shirt on gta online and uh oh some other some other San Andreas related shirt on GTA Online, but I wear my KDST one all the time. But a, a K Rose, the fact that like I, it's I feel like it's easy to just be like, hey, here's the K Rose shirt and put it out, but it is a, a, a small acknowledgement to you know classic gta games and and uh, old school stuff but yeah that's cool that they were that they put it out again i guess or were giving it away or whatever the case may be uh with uh k rose shirt on gta online that is cool man thank you uh for that oh i did see about that and i saw that the other shirt was the statue of happiness so also a older gta reference or whatever. So that's pretty cool. Um, but thank you Richard for that info. Okay. That's it for YouTube comments this week. Um, there's not a whole lot going on, uh, news wise in the world of GTA, nothing, uh, that we can really talk about much. So I wanted to take this time to talk briefly about the real life Banshee that Rockstar put out years ago. Somebody caught a medic! Recently during a live stream, this topic uh, came up, and uh, we talk about this from time to time because it's such a cool thing. Uh, any kind of GTA collectibles are really cool to me, and this is kind of like the ultimate collectible. So I just want to run down what it is because a lot of people had not heard about it, and I kind of looked into it to see what's what has gone on with it uh, from the last time I heard about it. So what I'm talking about is... A real-life bravado banshee um, that Rockstar uh, had West Coast Customs create in 2013 as a uh, giveaway prize to celebrate the release of GTA five. Um, so West Coast Customs, they were on, uh, Pimp My Ride for a while. They also had, I guess, other shows, uh, where they did celebrities' cars and just different types of custom cars for rich fucks and stuff like that, which is p- pretty cool. I like their shows and i like to see how they, uh, did these different cars or whatever. So anyway, Rockstar gets West Coast Customs and they take a 2006 Dodge Viper SRT-10 and then they customize it to look like the GTA 5 Banshee. They do. Don't just slap some bravado tags on it and say, oh, here it is. They actually really customized the car inside and out to make it look like the Banshee in the game. And it looks really cool. It does look like, you know, obviously we know that a Banshee looks like a Viper, uh, but it has changed some through the years. Obviously, Vice City's Banshee was different, but the three, San Andreas uh, four and five, that banshee kind of you can kind of see the viper in it but it does look different so they took the viper and made it look like the gta 5 banshee with the headlights and um other stuff around the cars uh around the car exterior on the interior and the interior one of the things they did was put four window switches in it even though there's only two windows that go up and down Uh, And I guess that's a thing in the real Banshee and Rockstar wanted that in there and then uh, West Coast Customs made it happen. So it is really cool to see that. Um, There's also a decal on the front windshield that says Grand Theft Auto Banshee in the price down GTA font. Uh, so that, you know, it's so somebody that may not know much about the game, or maybe they know a little, but, you know, wouldn't know much about cars when they see it, they know that they're actually looking at, you know, a Banshee and not just a Viper or something. So it's pretty cool, uh, to have on there along with all the other things that make it a actual Banshee for those that really know those that are into the game and especially into, um the cars in the world of gta online uh it would be pretty cool to see this thing in person i would love to uh see it uh but um there the story behind it is like i said rockstar had west coast Customs make it for a giveaway to celebrate gta 5 so, uh Austin Parker from ha- Havelock, North Carolina, used his mom's credit card to buy GTA 5, so his mom, Cheryl Parker, became the owner of the car. They won the contest. She became the legal owner of the car and they kept it for a while. Um and uh they eventually sold it. They needed the money for college and stuff, so they sold it in 2015 and uh it only sold for $45,200. So, uh, apparently west coast customs said this thing is like $180,000 worth of you know car and customization and stuff but all they could get for it at the time uh was $45,000 which is uh, you know it sucks for them you you win this big prize you win $45,000 you know that's a that's still a pretty good deal but you would think you would hope the car would get something uh close to what uh it was valued at by the uh people who customized it um but also that's like actually not an outrageous amount of money for you know just that car as it is so i'm sure a lot of people uh i don't know i don't think i wouldn't have had the money or the means to be able to buy that in 2015 but i wish i did because damn that's fucking cool it would be so cool to have this real life banshee Uh, So, anyway, it was sold for $45,000 in 2015. The car was then sold again in 2018 for only $30,800, which, again, crazy. Can't believe that. Um, And then it was listed again later that year. And it seems like it finally found a home with Jeff Allen, who's a car collector and and, uh, the host of CNBC's The Car Chasers. And uh, there's a video on YouTube, which I'll link in the show notes and everything, where he gave a tour of the car inside and out. And he seemed to actually really appreciate what the car was like as a car person. And I guess as a grand theft auto fan, he liked uh, what it was and it's good that somebody like that has it because it's a, it's such a cool uh, collector's item. Uh, So happy that Jeff Allen likes it. Shout out to Jeff Allen. If you ever hear this, uh, you know, please leave it to me in your will. I will happily drive it around and be proud to be, the owner of the one-of-one one Banshee in the world. But uh, anyway, so uh, more stuff about the car. It made an appearance in Season 5, Episode 8 of Better Call Saul. Uh, you can kind of just see it in the background while they're walking through this warehouse of cars. And um, so it's it's not like a main focal point and nothing about GTA is ever mentioned but it is cool to see that this you know this classic GTA car main appearance in this pretty awesome show that a lot of us like and uh, that's not only the the only connection better call Saul has to GTA Uh, Very prestigious actor Stephen Ogg was in a couple of episodes of Better Call Saul. GTA fans may or may not know that he was cartoon uh, Trevor Phillips, so that is pretty cool. Uh, Also in Better Call Saul, actor Louis uh, Moncada. Uh, One of the twins, the super scary Salamanca twins in Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. He actually posted a picture of him and his brother with the car on Instagram. And he said it was his favorite car from all the cars uh, in that little warehouse or whatever where they shot that scene. So uh, lots of love for the real life bravado Banshee. So uh, I could only hope that Rockstar would do something like that again, maybe for GTA 6, maybe for just the fuck of it. Any kind of, any kind of, um, merch or collector's items or any kind of GTA real world physical items that they kind of give out or even sell, I think uh, is pretty cool. And I'd love to have these things. So here's hoping that one day there'll be another real life GTA car. But anyway, just wanted to talk about that briefly because it is such a cool, thing that exists in this world and not a lot of people know about it or remember it they might have forgot or something but anyway there it is the real life banshee so uh okay that's all i got for today let's get into the emails my mother's my sister okay so in an effort to not be sexually harassed at work again i'm going to continue to read the emails so first email here says hello hugo one i am the infernus The cars we know and love have changed according to the timeline with love, but some cars are not representative of the older counterparts as I'm going to describe. Some vehicles which were iconic yet never got a facelift or reintroduction in GTA Online. The Super GT, the Flash, Savannah, NRG 500, etc. They have never made an appearance at the moment in GTA Online, which is sad. Some vehicles which were brought back from previous GTAs have been not represented as enough, for example, the Admiral, which was the Mercedes-Benz 230e, but we got a Chevy version of it in GTA 5, the Infernus, which was not uh, a Lamborghini on San Andreas, but it was a Honda, yet we didn't get it in GTA 5. Uh, the Kuruma in GTA 3 was based on a Dodge, yet it was a Dinka in GTA 5, which is wrong in itself as it represents um, my uh, Batsu. Conclusion, the cars we got in GTA Online, which claim to get the older versions of cars, have different car brand names, and some iconic cars are downright removed. Questions? what is your favorite? What is your favorite, which is only in one GTA game? Mine is the Cadrona. What would be if GTA Online had dual wielding weapons like San Andreas? I will research and write next time. What if GTA 6 had customizable interiors of houses like Saints Row? Last time's response. The best thing added in GTA Online, in my opinion, was the last play where you play as Franklin Lamar in GTA Online as a co-op game. Side question, what if the new GTA had co-op? Well, on that bombshell, uh, see see you next time, Hugo One, signing out as the Infernus. Thank you, the Infernus. Lots of stuff to unpack and digest here. Let's see. So what is your favorite, uh, which is only in one GTA game? Mine is the Cadronas. Well, this is a tough one because I'm not sure what all cars are only in one gta game and um the savannah i like i didn't like driving the savannah in san andreas i don't know if this is in other gta games or not but i you mentioned it earlier which i think it was at least not gta online you said so anyway the savannah i like the look of it uh, I like just this low rider that you could customize. It's super cool. I didn't like driving it at all during missions with Caesar, but um, yeah, if, if in real life, I would love to have a low rider like that. Uh, so I do like the Savannah a lot. Uh, what would be if GTA online, GTA online had dual wielding weapons like San Andreas? Why doesn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. That seems weird. Seems like it would be something that should be included and would be pretty cool, uh, I don't know if it would make all that much of a difference with weapons that can't like single handed weapons or something. I guess just dual pistols and stuff. But um, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I guess it would just increase like the fire rate and stuff, but pretty cool stuff. Good idea. What if GTA 6 had customizable interiors of houses like Saints Row? Well, I think that would be great. I think that's what they should do. I don't know anything about Saints Row, but I do think... The more customizable stuff, the better, the more people want to be there and hang out in that world, Um, especially if it's like VR. From what we saw with the interiors of the cars having so many kind of customizable, movable things, it seems like it'd be easy to be able to kind of set up your house the way you want it, especially if, if for GTA Online you want to have people kind of hang out with each other at those houses and get ready for heist or get with whatever they're going to be doing, get ready for whatever fucking criminal activity goes down in there. So, uh, yeah. Um, what if the new GTA had a co-op? That would be cool. I think something like that, any kind of new way to experience the single player storyline, or I guess the co-op storyline or just the storyline itself, not just online stuff would be pretty awesome. I'm I'm all for that. I like replaying these these storylines in uh different ways. So a co-op version would be pretty cool. So thank you, friend. Appreciate it. Oh, Gen C Gen C with an email here. Have you ever played GTA 1, GTA 2 or GTA London. Thank you, Gen C for the email. I played GTA 2 for like an hour once upon a time and that's it. Never played any of the other games I got into the series with GTA 3 and uh loved it but uh the top down views those games prior to that were just not they just didn't seem like something i'd really be into uh so i didn't really give them a chance a little bit of gta 2 i played was okay i've watched some gta 2 speed runs and those are entertaining i like to see kind of how the game works and how uh people kind of go through it quickly so that's cool but yeah no i haven't played uh much of those games at all all right next email from tyler uh, hugo uh how would you feel about a from the ground up remake of older gta or bully games after the shit rockstar got from the definitive releases i think the haters killed our chances of them caring enough about us to ever do this however just think how cool a remake of vice city would be in gta 6's engine 80s neon aesthetics and everything they would obviously have to recast and revoice lines But it's been so long, I'd actually love a fresh take on the older game's story so long as they kept most of the same characters. It would be nice to see these characters fleshed out within more side missions. I feel like with GTA 6 taking place in the same city, it wouldn't be too terribly much work to edit the city's aesthetics to look like the 80s this could be released as a game like episodes from Liberty city in that it uses the same overall city, but has a different story. What do you think? Sorry about the long email. Much love. Thank you, Tyler. I think that's a great idea. I think that would be really awesome if they wanted to do something like that. I I feel like that would be too much work for them to put in with, with too little, uh, kind of, um, uh to gain from it uh because i think they'll just make you know the modern day vice city map and then they just have online live there for years and be fine with that just like they did with gta 5 But if they were to do something like that, I think uh, I know I would love it. Maybe all the old school fans would love it, but maybe not the new people would love it. But I think that would be pretty cool. When Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, it seemed like it would have been so easy to put out like a PC remaster of GTA or of Red Dead Redemption 1 because a lot of that stuff ended up in, you know, Red Dead Two, and I thought for sure, okay, here it is. They have this easy way to do it, and then nothing came of it. So who knows? I don't know what they have planned,, uh, but that would be pretty cool if something like that happened. All right, next email. uh, hey there, Mimi candy seven 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 is back. Hugo One, what are your personal thoughts on Grand Theft Auto rewrites, written by waters twenty two on fanfiction and Wattpad? I think they're amazing as not only it gives more character development and behind the scenes, but it adds more missions and feels like a different story. My favorite ones are San Andreas and Vice City Stories. Right now they're working on a Liberty City Stories rewrite and will probably resume the GTA 3 rewrite when LCS is done. Here's a list of the rewrites and she includes uh, uh, links to all these fan fiction things. Uh, be in mind that since you haven't played Vice City Stories, the rewrite can contain spoilers. Okay, well, um, so uh, any kind of fan fiction or whatever, uh, surrounding this stuff seems like it would be cool, and I'm glad that people like you like it, big GTA fans or whatever. But I don't know that I would ever kind of be into this stuff. Um, although it's cool for those that uh like it and uh, such it yourself. So. I'm glad whoever's doing that is doing it. And I'm glad they're doing a good job. Thank you for the links to it. Maybe I'll check it out sometime. And a second question from Mimi Candy here. It says, if you can choose one mission to experience in person, what would it be? Um, I don't really want to experience anything where people are shooting at me or I'm shooting at them. Uh, Is hot coffee a mission? That sounds fun uh i i guess it would be i mean the first thing that comes to mind is just using the jetpack both missions with the jetpack though involve killing people which i don't want to do so but flying that jetpack in san andreas would be just so much fun because it uh it doesn't look like well cj can't he doesn't like ever fall to the ground unless he like gets out of it or whatever but he doesn't fall to the ground with it on and get hurt so you you know being able to fly around like that without the fear of you know falling to your death would be great i i think uh just using the jetpack would be a lot of fun and that's what i'd want to do thank you mimi for the emails appreciate it okay next email from mike the nerd what's up hugo thank you for reading my emails as always and the podcasts are always an enjoyable experience Anyways, here are my questions and thoughts. When someone mentioned about the podcasts or radio stations on the phone with Spider-Man PS4, J. Jonah Jameson thing, it made me think of Weasel News and how after you do something very big, you can instantly hear from your phone Weasel News and they talk about what you just did. Hearing that news person say Weasel News and the music hits from GTA 4 gives me nostalgia. Uh, I wonder if in GTA 6 they will mention old protagonists from the HD universe like they did with Nico Bellic in GTA 5, except that now they are mentioning Franklin Michael and Trevor from GTA 5, although they could also mention Luis Lopez from GTA The Ballad of Gay Tony since... We haven't seen or heard from him in a while. Thanks for answering my questions and listening to what I have to say. GTA has always been my favorite franchise, and I'm glad I have a place to talk about it in your podcast. Peace and love to you, Hugo. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I uh, well with the I always liked in San Andreas where you'd be listening to the radio and something would be mentioned about something that happened in the storyline every, every so often. Not not all the time. Then in GTA V, I felt like. It was like every time I turn on the radio, it was like breaking weasel news. This mission you just did, uh, this is what happened or something like that. So it was a lot of it. So um, it would be cool if, like, I guess you uh, pull up your phone, like Twitter or whatever, uh, and you see news alerts about whatever is happening in the game, something like that. Or it could be, yeah, it could be like a uh, an alert or something like on a TikTok type of uh, video platform where you see video from the scene of the crime that you just did something to a short little video of what had happened there. So yeah, I think they'll continue to keep that going. Um, as far as mentioning protagonists in the next GTA, I, if it's in the HD universe, I think they should just go wild, go crazy and, and, and mention all that stuff. Uh, I like that. I like the connection between the different, uh, games and characters and all, all those things. Um, uh, and since they decided they can't go way back and mention, uh, you know, different universe characters, and continue to do it with the same universe you're in, if the if the new one's in the HD universe, of course. But uh, thank you, Mike, for the email. Appreciate it, friend. All right. Next email from Vincent. Hey Hugo, I've been a fan of your videos for some time now. They're always great to watch, whether I'm at work or simply want to kill some time on YouTube. I like the quality of both the videos and the content you always produce. But my question is, do you think Rockstar will prioritize GTA Online when GTA Six launches, as they did with GTA Five, ignoring single player, or do you anticipate they will bring back single player DLCs as they did for GTA Four and Red Dead Redemption One? Last but not least, do you think the same weather patterns that were used in Red Dead Redemption 2 that made the player feel as though you were there, especially when it was pouring with both thunder blasting across the sky and seeing the rainfall in the distance will be used in the next GTA, but to a greater extent with the release of the next-gen consoles. Anyway, sorry for the long email, and thanks for reading, and have a good one, Mang. Hashtag I've got a date with a cheese deluxe. Hashtag Jesus Tony, you drive like a bitch. All right. Thank you, Vincent, for the email. Appreciate it. Um I think uh I think that online will be the biggest thing they focus on uh with the next GTA. But with that being said, they can I, I think that the initial release will be focused on the single player story, kind of like it was with Red Dead Redemption 2, Um and people will be excited to play that. I think they could easily sit down and plan ahead and say, "Okay, let's write our main story. But now while we're here, let's also add like separate connected stories like uh, episodes from Liberty City and plan to release those as DLC uh, in an effort to have those options and sell those DLCs without taking away anything from GTA Online. I It seems like they weren't prepared to do that with GTA Five. Like, originally, there were supposed to be single-player DLCs, and then they got moved into, I guess, the heist in GTA Online, is what people have said. So... Uh, s- uh so if they plan ahead they can you know have the best of both worlds which will make us happy i'm I, if i like the map and i like the game then i'll love some dlcs for it single player dlcs so uh we'll have to see but uh yes i i i don't i i don't want to like ho- think like well this is so easy they should just do it and then be disappointed because then we will be disappointed so i hope that's the case uh as far as uh, weather and stuff, yeah, I think they're going to take a lot of stuff from Red Dead Redemption 2 that was really good and that they liked, and they're going to you know, make it even better and bring it to the next-gen consoles and this next GTA game, and I think, yeah, the weather will be really cool. I remember the snow at the beginning of Red Dead Redemption 2, which obviously, well, let me not say obviously, I was going to say, we won't see any of that in Vice City, but who knows if there's a fly-to-North Yankton mission or whatever or you end up on the side of a snowy mountain because of a plane crash or something. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but yeah, the weather should be really cool. The, I, I, going back to GTA 3, I always thought the weather made it feel really immersive, like when you just be out in, uh, you know, living your life in the city and then a rainstorm starts and it's like and you hear the thunder and stuff like that. It feels like you're really there in that world and uh, you've left your real world. So uh, as the weather gets better, I think, yeah, that should be a major focus of the kind of stuff they can do in these new games. But thank you for the email, friend. Appreciate it. All right, next one. Hey Hugo, big fan of your content across the platforms. You've got my ducats, that's for sure. Writing in to talk a bit about something different. We keep hearing and talking about what we want to see new or changed, but one thing I don't want changed or removed is the sense of absurdity these games have. I've seen people ask for more realism, more grittiness, but that's not what these games are really about. they realism have their place in things like mechanics, but the writing has always towed the line of pure absurdism, having to go over the top to reach their goal of satire. It really helps to it really helps sell the over the top nature of the universe. Tied extremely close to that is the in-game media. We've talked a lot about the radio on this show and all the changes and ideas we have, but I hope that Rockstar pays just as much attention, if not more, to the other forms of in-universe media. Things like television shows, websites, and I really like that recommendation from episode 11, Call In, about in-universe podcast. If you've ever dug into these aspects of the games, you can find so many amazing lines, and it truly helps immersion uh, immerse you in the world. It helps it stay consistent, like, yeah, I'm a crazy person going around ramming pedestrians, but have you seen what's on the TV? Seeing the crazy media the characters in the world consume helps you understand why the world is so crazy. Fun one fact, did you know that the TV shows in GTA 5 were shot using the engine from Red Dead Redemption? I think that's a neat way of maybe reducing the cost of things like these, using older or outdated engines that don't have to look perfect because it'll be just a compressed texture on a screen in-game. That's all I've got. I hope you're doing well and keeping an eye out for your health. Perfection. They said you were a moron. The truth. Signed, Cats. Thank you, Cats. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I think... That is uh, a good point. I do like kind of the absurdness, the ridiculousness of uh, the the world, the, the the place you live, and the crazy storylines and stuff like that. Yeah, to, a little too much realism. Uh, is is i think could ruin it and could change uh, i guess the tone of the game already with the leaks that look like you can't carry all your weapons at once and you have to you know leave some in the car and you can only bring two guns with you while this is more realistic I would prefer i have access to all my guns at all times because it is a video game and i may want to just pull out a rocket launcher and blast somebody if i can you know so i i i get that it's gonna add more strategy to uh the gameplay um and it is more realistic but yeah i'd rather it be you know totally silly you know um so as far as uh adding uh uh, new media and stuff into the game yeah I think that they'll have the option to do that with kind of uh, you know the way the world is now compared to when GTA 5 released where it was like you know obviously radio and TV and stuff but now we'll have like YouTube and YouTubers and streaming and TikTok and Instagram and all these social medias that you can probably access anywhere you can be riding in the car with your friend on the way to a heist and you can pull up your phone and just start watching random ass funny videos or something like that and um, who knows maybe they'll even allow players to kind of create their own uh, goofy ass videos or whatever and and upload it to some kind of in game social app. Where we kind of see each other's funny videos or funny clips from, you know, gameplay or whatever. That would be pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, cool. Good email. Thank you, friend. Appreciate it. All right, next. Woods the Wall says, Sup, Hugo. We'll keep it short this week. Was interested to hear what you thought of Dark Viper AU's Pacifist Percent playthrough. Final episode released recently. And I have to say that was one of the more interesting experiments I've seen run in GTA V. He absolutely broke the game in places and broke himself on a few occasions too it's always cool when people set these unique limitations on themselves and approach the game from a whole new angle these kinds of challenges speedrunning included are fascinating because they'll often push the game into scenarios that the devs never intended for it got me wondering what cj's body count would be during a san andreas playthrough probably in the hundreds if you're doing gang territories but assuming you only kill to pass missions I wonder what's the lowest number of kills you can finish the game on. New challenge for the future, maybe. All the best, homie Woods. Thank you, Woods. Appreciate it. Yeah, I I think it's great to uh, be able to play these old single-player story modes uh in a different way each time and come up with different ways to do it so uh yeah that is pretty cool thank you woods for the email appreciate it uh and that is all the emails for today so let's go right ahead to the phone calls all right let's go to the phones hello caller you're on chatterbox hey here you go it's george um so one of your uh
1: emails from last week was talking about cj and Salvatore. so i think Salvatore did kill cj on the fact that you know, he did steal all that money, and Salvatore has so much power that they can easily take out CJ. Just think how easy Trevor, it was for Trevor to kill Johnny from the Lost Gang. Like, he just stomped his head in and was done. So, I think it was, it is easy to say that Salvatore did get his revenge. Uh, as always, take care and please please stop sticking up for the corn kid and r.i.p to stacy later buddy keep up the good work
0: thank you george uh for the phone call uh i don't i do not think that salvatore killed cj i just don't think he did i think that um if anything mike torino would uh hit cj up and said hey look the mob is trying to make a move to kill you maybe you should protect yourself if not to protect cj or just to protect just to you know help himself talking about torino by keeping cj alive since cj is so valuable to him if you if they could work together again so just going off of you know whatever this that or the other um but yeah i just cannot believe that sal would be able to take out cj um it's just, I just, it just, it just can't happen. I just don't think he, he could do it. He couldn't even take out Claude. And look at who the fuck was Claude? Some fucking snake without a tongue. Some mute asshole, you know. So, I, th- I think CJ could handle that shit. And there's no way they're taking him down. But thank you for the call, friend. Appreciate it.
1: Hey Hugo, Clay Doggy. Uh just finished the latest podcast. Good job, Floyd.
0: All right, I got
1: something on this one. So I think it was your first YouTube commenter was talking about. Uh, like the, basically the size of GTA 6, and it's like how they want land, or, you know, the Florida Keys, or whatever. Um it's Florida, it might just be swampland, or, you know, little country towns, or something like that. It's Florida, you know, if you're not in one of the big cities, it's just a swamp, right? Uh, so I was, I was thinking about that, and, like, alarm bells kind of went off in my head, because, I, this might just be an unpopular opinion, because it's a Rockstar game, and everybody loves them, but, I thought Red Dead Redemption 2 was Pretty great. Um, when you're actually in a mission, you know, riding around, killing things, or robbing somebody, or whatever, like that was cool. But in between that, you have this giant land area, you know, this huge map, and it's like there was. Here's an example, okay? It's like you want to go pick up a mission, so you got to get on your horse and you got to go ride like 10 minutes west to go pick up a mission. And then you do the mission, and then it's like, oh, hey, I'm ready for the next mission. Hold on, let me ride 20 minutes east to go pick up another mission. And then ride, and that, once I pick it up, i got to go ride 15 minutes north to go, like, actually do the mission. And I know that was kind of, like, in their design, because in between all of that riding, you could do other things. You could hunt, or, you know, somebody will randomly attack you, or somebody will be asking for help, or, you know, you'll come across one of those just random situations. That's fine and all, but man, like that was such a slog, dude. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do any of this. I just want to beat the game, roll the credits. That's it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to go hunting for four hours, you know. Um, so that kind of worried me when it was like about Vice City hopefully being a huge map, and I was like, man, if they do that, I really hope they do a better fast travel system than they did with Red Dead, because like, you know, you got your carriage stations and your trains stuff like that. Like that was fine, but. I don't know about you, man. Like, oh, I I know for speedrun strategy, do this anyway. But like, even casual play, like, whenever I replay GTA 4 or 5, dude, I'm calling a taxi like every five seconds, and it's like, oh, I need to go Alderney and do a mission for Jimmy or something like that. Nope, taxi, I'm there. Um, I don't know, man. what we think. See you about. Yep, go. plus we
0: Thank you, uh, Clay Doggy, for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I I also found kind of the riding around in, in Red Dead Redemption 2 to be boring and slow paced. And I always wondered if it was because you're riding a horse, so it is going to be much slower than if you were driving a car. That would be much faster. Um, but also like just that time period, you know, a, a million years ago, well, not a million years ago, when uh, a, a late 1800s, early 1900s, just not much around. So when you're riding from little town to little town, it is a bunch of empty space where now, uh, obviously with GTA five, they put a ton of empty space in that game. Um, but there were still, you know, little towns here and there. So I feel like if they really wanted to do a huge map, they would need to put a lot more people kind of all over the map you know there's no, there's no place for a mega mountain to be in florida so uh it would be all kind of flat and then you know, people would probably be living in these areas and stuff but again even if they're not even if there is this big map with empty space we'd have cars that we can Kind of get through, and then hopefully again taxis, like you said, taxis will be able to take us around. Or Uber and Lyft and all that is the probably the way it will be now. So yes, a good fast travel system that doesn't require going to a train station or whatever to going back to camp to do it. It just like wherever you are, call somebody up, pick me up here, take me there, and we skip the trip. Bam. I think that's that's best for everybody so yeah i hope that is the case with the next gta game because it's not like you have to do that but for those that want to it's there and then that makes everybody happy i think so thank you clay doggy appreciate it friend
1: yo you go it's mom slender aka uh walkie's father uh, i have a quick question about uh gta 5 and uh you know regarding uh san fiero and Los Angeles do you think that maybe they just didn't, uh, find the time to program those cities in, or you think they might have, uh, maybe a larger idea for them in the future. Uh, you know, frequent, uh, watcher of the YouTube and stuff, and I'm in the streams when I can, but, uh, much love, homie.
0: Thank you, Mom's Blender, aka Walkie's father, for the call. Appreciate it. I feel like this is just a total guess, but I feel like it was always their plan to just kind of focus on Los Santos um in gta 5 and they didn't even want to include those other games which i hope maybe is the plan to revisit you know or not the other games but the other cities san Fierro, las venturas revisit these places uh in you know all their detailed glory in the future but you know people are fucking dying waiting for the next gta game like literally dying people are dying of old age uh waiting for the next gta game somebody was probably a fit a uh, healthy young man when GTA five came out and now they're dead because they've lived too long waiting for the next GTA game. So if there is a plan for San Fierro and Los Venturas, the next one needs to include both of them and let's fucking do it. And let's not wait a million years for it because we want to experience it, those places again as soon as possible, please. I I I would like to uh, play in both those cities. Thank you, Mom Splendor. This is
1: being Chief 69. I wanted to say, fuck, sweet, and
0: I hate gravity. Ugh. Okay.
1: All right. See you later. Appreciate it. Appreciate
0: it. Thank you, friend. Appreciate it. I also hate gravity. I was thinking about this the other day. This is kind of random and off topic. But I was like, man, what a fucked up... I mean, it's good that we don't float off into space or whatever. Yes, gravity serves its purpose in that regard. However you know uh so many people out here dying because they you can't even fly a plane without fear of dying why because of fucking gravity you just fly damn bam bam right into the ground and blow the fuck up and just you step the wrong way off the top of a building bam dead you know just roll down the side of a mountain bam dead so all these ways to die thanks to gravity so i was thinking about it, i was like man cj was fucking right that dude was on it you know that's why when he was in his jetpack He was safer because he wasn't going to fall to his death. So I appreciated him uh, mentioning that he hated Gravity. I appreciate the call. Thank you, friend.
1: So uh, about GTA 6, do you think it might, like, not be GTA 6 and it would be, like, GTA Vice City whatever? Like one of those spinoff games like San Andreas, Vice City, Vice City Stories. You know, something like that. That's so I got to say. Thank you for featuring me in the videos. It's awesome, dude. I'm so excited for that.
0: Anyway, bye. All right. Thank you for the call, friend. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, It seems like the... So you have the main releases, GTA 3, and then kind of on the same kind of, I guess, technology... Uh, you had the you had vice city in San Andreas and you had four that's the next big step up and it had you know episodes from Liberty cities included in that and it, uh, but it's still like four then the next big step up was five and all the online stuff within five. So I feel like the next one would be GTA 6. However, they have yet to use the words GTA 6 anywhere, even when referring to the leaks or the next GTA game. They always just say kind of the next one, the next one. They don't say six. And then the the things we've heard in leaks is that it was originally going to be called GTA Americas, but that's when it included a bunch of other stuff. So... um I don't know, it might be in their best interest to not use the words GTA 6, just because as of right now, when you talk about GTA 6, it's just so much of talking about something that doesn't exist, something that we're waiting for, something that we are, Yeah, everybody is just like, you know, what's going on with it, what's the deal with it, so uh, it would... Uh, it could be, uh, you know, uh, beneficial to Rockstar to call it GTA whatever, GTA Vice City 2. Which, no, they don't call it that. That doesn't make any sense because it has nothing to do with Tommy Versetti. But something else besides GTA 6. Um so that uh, people kind of get excited for it when it is announced and they stop using the term GTA 6 or whatever. But I don't know. It's Who knows? I, it's it's tough to say. I don't know what they're doing. So even with that big leak of all the stuff we saw, it was, it, you know, they still do a good job keeping kind of things under wraps. Although there have been a lot of, like, kind of leaks, sources say this, that, or the other, and those things have kind of proven to be true with the video leaks that we saw so who knows what they're doing or if they're kind of changing uh what they want to do um because of the leak so we shall have to see but thank you friend for the phone call appreciate it uh that is it for phone calls this week thank you to everybody that called thank you for the emails friends appreciate it you can join in Uh, give us a call, 1-818-691-5807. Just leave a message. We'll play it. We'll talk about it. Or you can send an email to talkinggta69 at gmail.com. You can send a voice recording to that. We can listen to you speak on there. That would be cool. Uh, You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and any other platform where you get your podcast, your audio podcast, or you watch it on YouTube every week hugo one on youtube hugo one streams on youtube twitch uh is hugo underscore one tiktok is hugo underscore one underscore meng uh thank you to the youtube members all my homies on there thank you to everybody that listens this far into the podcast hope you're enjoying thank you for all your contributions to our discussions uh thank you for everything talk to you next week peace out